You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Chris Plank is with the Sooners Radio Network. He does sidelines for all the Oklahoma games, and they got a big one coming up at the Cotton Bowl on Saturday. Oklahoma and Texas, bitter rivals going at it again. How you doing, Chris? I'm good, Scotty. What's shaking, man? How are you? I'm cool. So uh, I got to ask you first, are you surprised? Because, you know, Oklahoma's been kicking everybody's ass. But are you surprised that Baylor is where they are and that uh, I know you go to uh, Waco on the 16th of, of November. So I'm surprised they're there. Are you surprised they're there and there's no worry at all about that team or, or should there be some worry? Oh, there's worry, man. They're they're playing some defense. Uh I'm not surprised that they started off as well as they did because their their schedule is charm and soft with what they did to start the season. But when they beat Iowa State and kind of with some of the hype that Iowa State had, that, that was really a moment to where I stopped and thought, oh, oh, okay, Matty Rule's got it going on there at, uh, in Waco this year. And, you know, he did a really nice job at Temple. He kind of resurrected that program, and he did it with defense. And it was wild because he came to, to Waco and had to completely rebuild and change the culture of not just that football program, but, uh, Scott, you know, that whole athletic department was a hot mess with everything that had happened. So he did a really nice job of kind of stabilizing the, the football program, has him back to respectability. They're really playing well, and they're doing it with defense, which is kind of a unique thing for our conference. So what do you think of um, the seamless transition to uh, Hertz and how he's done? <laughs> How about that? Huh? Right. Man, a few words. Uh, it, drop this line, Frel. Help me understand this. We've got to keep the main thing the main thing. There you go. That's, that's what it was this week. Got to keep the main thing the main thing. Then the coach said it. Here's everything I need to know about Jalen Hurts. Dude came in in February, was named a team captain in August. Team captains aren't voted on by the coaches. It's all players. So he was able to come in and – really give a business-like mindset because, you know, he has something that not a single person uh, outside of their their co-offensive coordinator and inside receivers coach, Kale Gundy, had. He's got a national championship ring. You know, he won a national title during, what was that, his sophomore season. Now, granted, he was replaced by Tua, and we all know the story, but he's really brought beyond what he's doing on the field. He's brought leadership. And for all, what impresses me is, is he's showing some accuracy. Now, he regressed a bit against Kansas, didn't play his best football, um, but he looked really good against Texas Tech. When Oklahoma went with that hurry-up offense, they were playing very good football uh, on Saturday against Kansas. Took him a while to get going, but yeah, man, it's been seamless, it's been smooth, and it's not just about what he's doing on the field, it's about the attitude that he's bringing to this team off the field with his leadership. Can you believe that uh, they've had this run of uh, success at quarterback with uh, you know Mayfield and then Murray and now this guy? crazy isn't it and it's wild because for the longest time well i say the longest time you know they had that sam bradford and bradford was the number one pick in the draft and we kind of know how i think Jones he replaced, well, replaced I, I, him and landry becomes the all-time passing leader in oklahoma sooner football history he, he's number one he's ahead of bradford and kyler and baker but he never won championships he won big 12 championships but never was in the mix for the the playoffs of the BCS at the time. And they went through a little kind of rough spell with guys like Blake Bell and Trevor Knight. Bell's playing tight end for Kansas City now. But Baker brought the attitude, 
Tyler brought the swagger. It's incredible. It, and it speaks, by the way, to Lincoln Riley. Scotty, think about the different personalities here. You got Baker, who's you know he's he's outgoing, he's bombastic. You got Tyler, who's a little bit more reserved, but very much, very much walks with uh, confidence and very much a swagger kind of a guy. And you got Jalen Hurts, who's all business. And Lincoln Riley has been able to have success with three different types of personalities implementing his offense. So it's amazing, man. I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever see anything like this again, you know, depending on what happens with the Heisman race with Jalen and then how the pro scouts view him. But, man, to have back-to-back Heisman Trophy winners go number one overall in the draft, and now you have a guy in a lot of people's uh, Heisman polls, which is ridiculous and stupid to do a Heisman poll six weeks into the season. But still, he's leading in a lot of those people's and voters' minds. So it's just I, I don't. I just can't even fathom it in today's college game. Chris Plank with us, uh, Sooners Radio Network. Do you think uh, that they uh, just messed around last week, or what was the problem? Because, you know, they've been putting 60 on just about everybody, and and that didn't happen. Scotty, I'm not about making excuses, and I've listened to you long enough that you're not going to deal with any BS, but that was the weirdest game I've ever been a part of. You know, we had a delay to start it, and they thought the delay was going to be longer, and then – as they're kind of chilling, they have the ops people come into the locker room and say, all right, y'all, we're going in 15 minutes. And it's like, holy bleep, let's go. So it was kind of odd to start with. But once can't, once they got their feet underneath them defensively, and that's where this team needs to be better if they're going to take that next step. they got to be better defensively. But once they got their feet underneath them defensively, they did a really nice job. I think they scored something like 35, maybe 42 unanswered points before they started going with the depth. But <laughs> Lawrence – and no offense to our Kansas fans by any stretch of the imagination, but that football stadium is the library of college football. You know, you go in there and you can, you can hear a, a pin drop. It, it, there's not a lot of atmosphere. And it was 11 a.m. kick. They had a, we stayed an hour away from the stadium. So it was just a really weird setting, and it just took them a while to get going. But, yeah, no, Jalen Hurts made some uncharacteristic mistakes in that game, and I kind of think it was good. You know, they went out there, didn't play their best ball, learned they needed to refocus, learned they needed to prepare and practice a little better, and now they've got the toughest team on their schedule to date and one of the contenders in the Big 12 for the uh, for the title game. Why do you think, uh, Chris Plank with us, Sooners Radio, why do you think that uh, uh, they're double-digit favorites then if they're, you know, because I said on the show already, like, I can't even believe, you know, the, the two games last year were really good, and I just I have a hard time uh, grasping that number at whatever it was, 10 and a half, 11. I just, I get it, but if, you know, even even Riley said, you know, this is, we have to play really good football to beat this team, and I don't think he's joking. I think that, that you know, Texas, they hate your guts. It's a, it's a war. I mean, it's this game we wait for every year. It means so much to both sides. I really – I don't understand the fat number. I don't either. It makes no sense to me. Absolutely none. You would think that if you look historically at this series, you know, there's there's some blowouts. But, I mean, the last couple of years, these have been great games. You know, and, and when I saw a 10 and a half, and I don't know how much that's fluctuated uh, over the last couple of hours. I haven't checked it recently. I thought, I thought by the time we hit Friday, that would be – push down to like seven, maybe, maybe even six. And I know that's a dramatic move and you don't see that very often, but I'm kind of surprised that it's not moving very much. Yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't moved. It's, it's still at 10 and a half. You gotta be kidding. 
kidding me, man? No. You you give me any rivalry game, especially one like this that's played on a neutral site. You know, this is neutral site. This is the Cotton Bowl. This is old school, baby. Cotton Bowl hosts like maybe three football games all year long. It's old school. It's you're not in this state of the art facility. You walk down a ramp. The uh, locker rooms are across from each other. It's old school. It's like a flashback, a throwback, and it's going to be cool weather on Saturday morning. So there's not a home field advantage you can look to. And so when I saw that big number, I thought, did someone think that this was being played in Norman this year? I mean, because it, it makes no sense to me. These are two teams that tend to bring out the best in each other, and they played two great games last year. Uh, obviously, Texas got out to the big lead. Oklahoma had to rally and did the last-second field goal by Dicker the kicker that won the game for Texas. But I don't get it, man. And and I'm not a, I'm not someone that, in my position, can gamble on games. But I'll tell you what, if I saw that and I was someone that was – a wager in full, Scotty. I think I'd be all over looking at a team like Texas getting double digits against this rival. I like that. I like that. Chris Plank with his Sooners radio. Tell me about uh, some of these guys on the defensive side of the ball that are playing so well this year. Uh, Kenny Murray, and uh, they've had so many different guys that have been, you know, Redman, I think, has played really well for them. Uh, uh, you know, Ronnie Perkins. Tell me about that side of the ball. Dude, you'd love Ronnie Perkins. You'd love him. I mean, he is. Uh, he's a sophomore, a true sophomore out of the 314. He's from the St. Louis area. Just a, a straight baller. You know, he, here's a guy that had to play as a freshman immediately, and not necessarily because they were necessarily needy, but because he was that good. And he stepped up and he's made a big advancement. You know, to me, this starts before I get you a couple individuals to keep an eye on. This starts with their new defensive coordinator. His name's Alex Grinch. He came in from Ohio State. They've adopted this new mindset. It's called Speed D. And with the job that he's doing and with the job that Brian Odom, his new backers coach, and their cornerbacks coach, and Roy Manning, they, they have this team believing and buying in, and you need that. You just can't, you can't say, like, all right, we're going 3-3-5, three, three, we're going 4-3. They've got these guys believing in this mindset, and it's all about an effort-based defense because – Come on, man. You, you've seen whenever defenses or whenever teams tap out and you don't see that effort. So they're demanding the effort. They've got some ballers. You mentioned Kenneth Murray. Here's a guy that's a junior, has already been a two-year captain. This is the first time in his career that he's played the same position in back-to-back years. You know, he came in as a secondary guy. Then they moved him to inside backer. I mean, it's just it's been wild to kind of see his progression, and he is just an athletic freak and learning that position Every single day. I'm glad you mentioned the interior guys. Jalen Redman, uh, Neville Gallimore, listen for him on Saturday. You know, Jalen Redman was a rush in, and they thought, hmm, maybe we'll try to go the Aaron Donald route and just put you inside. And it's really made a difference for the redshirt freshman who's out of the Oklahoma City area. So they got some ballers, man. They're secondary. There's still some question marks there, but there's a freshman that I think you'd love. His name's Jaden Davis. He'll rotate in at cornerback. He wears number four. Uh, he's not afraid to stick his head in there. He's a baller. He's the future for them in the secondary. So what do you think, Chris, of the rest of the way? Uh, beyond, like, let's say they were to get by Texas, and then they got West Virginia at home. I think they'll handle mm-hmm. them. They go to Manhattan. They got Iowa State at home. That could be a hell of a game. We've seen them come in there before and upset you. Baylor on the road in Waco, TCU at home, and then finish uh, at uh, Stillwater. What do you think of their track to uh, the Big 12 championship and the playoff? Feel good if they can take care of business on Saturday. I'm not copping out of the question, but I don't think they're going to be underdogs in another game this year. 
you know, we'll kind of see what happens with Baylor. I think Baylor and Texas Tech is going to be fun this week, and Matt Wells has done a really nice job. And we talked earlier about what Matt Rule has done in Waco. So I think, you know, depending on what happens there, there's a really good chance that Oklahoma is not an underdog in a single game yet this year. But, you know, there's been <laughs> – I think the number goes back like six or seven years that they've dropped the game where they're a double-digit favorite. You know, last year, I think it was Texas. You know, I think they were a double-digit favorite to Texas and lost that game. You go back the year before, Iowa State. I don't, I can't do this because I'll sit here and start getting heartburn and frustration over some of the, <laughs> the missed opportunities. But, bro, they, there's been a few stinkers that they've dropped. So the hope is that they've learned from them and, and they're going to get better. But the path from here on out, I think, sets up really well. Uh, for Oklahoma, but they, this is it, man. You, you probably circled two games at the beginning of the year that you looked at and thought, all right, this could be this could be trouble. And one of them Saturday against Texas. And I always circle that bedlam battle. That's Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, which is the final, I think, Saturday of the season. So those are going to be two very challenging games. And obviously, we get one of them on a national stage Saturday morning. But it shapes up real well. They just can't have their brain fart that they've had in years past, to where for some unknown reason they just. They, they have a Saturday where it just doesn't all click. And I know that happens in college football, but maybe this defense is to that point now to where if the offense isn't going, that they'll be able to slow down a team and uh, keep them from dropping the kind of a head scratcher. Uh, do you think that, um, that, that they're, uh, you know, because they're on the outside looking in right now uh, in, terms of the, oh, yeah. in terms of the rankings and everything, do you think that they're actually, uh, you know, better than LSU or – uh, you know, Georgia or Ohio State, because, you know, everybody's darlings are always one and two. If Clemson would have lost to North Carolina, they'd probably still be ranked number one. <laughs> yeah, and everybody loses their mind because LSU's throwing the ball this year, and they act like they created the forward pass. Oh, no one's run a spread offense until LSU did it. You know, get out of here with that. I like, I like LSU a lot. I'm saying that tongue-in-cheek. But I think if you go undefeated in a Power 5 conference – you're probably going to have a slot in that four-team playoff. But what happens if we get multiple teams? Now, here's what I think is after Florida beat uh, Auburn last week, I think you've got about ten teams right now that currently control their own destiny to make the playoffs. Now, again, that involves them going undefeated. And Georgia and Alabama and Florida is all in that mix. But, you know, you have elimination games every single week. This is an elimination game between LSU and Florida. This weekend, it's an elimination game for Texas between Oklahoma and Texas. You know, the Sooners lost this game last year. Kyler Murray still won the Heisman Trophy, and they still went to the 14 playoff because they avenged the loss in the championship game. So I think there's about 10 teams right now in that mix controlling their own destiny. Every week, I think you'll see some teams fall out of it. But, yeah, you know, you, you don't want to be in a position where you get to that final weekend, Scotty, and you're looking around and you realize, ugh. You know, we got one loss. Ohio State's got a loss, but they have, you know, they were very impressive right. at certain points. You know, you, you start comparing resumes, and unfortunately, you know, Oklahoma doesn't have that non-conference win over, say, like in Ohio State like they did two years ago. So, uh, uh, Chris Plank with a Sooners Radio, what, what kind of rush do you get uh, doing that gig on the sideline in Norman at these uh, gigantic football games that they play in? Bro, it's, it's, it's unreal. It's, it's, it's almost I can't even describe it. I can't even explain it. And, and I, I walk out there and do that goofy thing where I hold the mic at the coin toss, you know, to try to get the referees talking about which, which side of the coin they're taking, even though, even though he's mic'd up. I don't want anyone to know that because I don't want to lose that feeling because it's my favorite part of Saturday because you look around, you're like, holy smokes, there's, 
there's 800,000 people here, and this crowd is split right down the middle, half crimson, half burnt orange. It's, it's absolutely just amazing. So it, it's a rush unlike anything I could ever imagine, unlike, uh, unlike any great meal, unlike any drug, unlike any drink. I mean, it, it's something else. And it's also great because you go on the road and you travel to all these incredible places and you see the passion for this sport and you see just college football uh, at its finest. And when Oklahoma travels somewhere, I'm not trying to be like braggadocious here, but people want to see them. So you're seeing great crowds. It's very rare when you go to a situation like you did in Lawrence and it's a half-empty stadium. So it's an incredible rush, bro, man. I, I can't even think of the words to describe just how special it is. It's, it's unlike anything you could experience, and I hope everyone gets out and has an opportunity to support a big-time college atmosphere because even being in the stands for it is something indescribable. That's awesome. Chris Plank, uh, Sooners Radio, great stuff tonight. Looking forward to the game at the Cotton Bowl on Saturday. Thanks for coming on the bench on CBS Sports Radio. Nah, thank you, for all. I'm a big fan, man. Call anytime. Thanks so much for having me on. My man, thanks a lot, Chris. Great stuff. Uh, Chris Plank with Oklahoma uh, Sooner Football Radio. He does the sideline gig on the Sooners Radio Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.